You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You've heard of buy now pay later on e-commerce platforms like Amazon and Flipkart. But have you ever wondered if you could do something similar in the stock market? Well, you're in for a treat because the answer is yes and it's called margin trading funding. Let's put this in perspective. If a stock has a 20% margin, this means with just rupees 20 in your pocket, you can borrow an additional 80 rupees from your broker and invest a total of rupees 100. This margin varies from stock to stock and you can even use your existing stock holdings as collateral. But wait, there are more to this story. You've got to be aware of the interest charged by the broker on the borrowed amount and the total brokerage charge on the transaction. To help us navigate further, we've invited Jay Prakash Gupta, the co-founder of Dun. He's here to share his insight so that you can weigh the risk and reward. A short disclaimer before we begin. Margin trading facility is like a double-edged word where you can easily make or lose money in a short span. If you're a newbie in the market, this facility is probably not made for you. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Jay, thanks for coming to the show. And you know, there's a lot of euphoria going around this buy now, pay later thing that is going on in Amazon and Flipkart, right? Uh, but how do we do this in stocks? I heard we can also, you know, buy a stock now, but pay the price of the stock later. So what is this thing called and how, how does it work? Yeah, hey, hey Shashin, uh, thanks for inviting me on your podcast. Uh, so you have brought in a very interesting terminology, just buy now, pay later. But uh, the similar kind of uh, framework exists in capital markets for uh, almost uh, 15 years now, or rather more than that, because the first MTF was started in 2004. Uh, so uh, the, the term in capital markets which we use, which is similar to buy now, pay later, to some extent, is margin trading facility. So what margin trading facility actually means? So if I have to put it in a layman term, so margin trading facility is a form of borrowing that lets you leverage securities you already own or you bring in some amount of cash to purchase additional securities. Let me explain you with an example. Say you want to buy 100 shares of Reliance. So Reliance is quoting 2,500, just a hypothetical number. So if you want to buy 100 shares of Reliance, as an investor, you need to shell out 2.5 lakh of rupees. But what about uh, you want to buy it under a margin trading facility? In that, you have to pay a percentage of the value, which is, say, 20%. So you by just paying 50,000 of rupees, you can buy shares worth 2.5 lakhs. And you can hold this shares as long as you as long as you want in your DMAT account. This is one example of margin trading facility. Got it. So, um, so correct me if I'm wrong. So, uh, instead of paying the whole price and you know buying buying the stock with cash directly, we can just pay a part of of the you know uh, value of our stock, and then we can get the 
additional uh, uh, borrow borrowing from the broker right yeah exactly so uh, let me take the same example uh, say we were talking about there there's an investor who wants to buy 100 shares of the land okay the, the value which we assume is 2500 so to buy 100 shares of reliance in a normal scenario you need to pay out 2.5 lakh rupees now you you do not have 2.5 lakh rupees as an investor but you are bullish on reliance say for 6 months and you want to hold reliance stock for 6 months so what's the way out the first way is that uh, you you go and buy it in fndo which is uh, you know there you you cannot buy 100 shares but you have to buy 250 shares which is a minimum specified quantity now if you are a small investor and you want to buy only 100 shares the best option left with you is to buy in through mtf now how does it work so if if you bring in upfront cash your broker can accept 20% of the margin which is 50000 rupees and can allow you to hold 2.5 lakhs worth of stocks now if as an investor if you do not want to bring in cash but you want to leverage with the holding which you already have in your demat account now take for example that you hold tcs uh, shares in your demat account which is worth uh, say 1 lakh of rupees and uh, you want to use tcs shares to buy reliance shares so you can very well give tcs shares as pledge so sir, there is there is a technical term called haircut which exchange which is uh, divided by the exchange so your broker will deduct that haircut and will take the net value as a value which is equivalent to cash and the broker can allow you to buy 100 shares of the lands so there are two methods of availing margin trading facility one is you bring upfront cash in the form uh, sorry upfront cash which is the minimum margin requirement or you bring shares which is post haircut matches the initial margin requirement which is required to buy that stock so uh, this is quite complicated but uh, but j i'll just try to you know um, you know try to explain you what i understood from our conversation and please correct me if i'm wrong so yeah sure let's say somebody has 20 rupees as cash in their you know broker's account uh so he what he can do is he can give that 20 uh, rupees uh, he can uh, uh you know uh place that 20 rupees with the broker and he can get additional 80 ru- rupees word of share you know thereby bringing the portfolio value to 100 and uh, correct even if we don't have this 20 rupees as cash you know we can pledge uh, shares that we have let's say we we have some uh, 50 rupees worth of tcs shares uh, lying in our account so we can also pledge that amount but since you know shares are volatile in nature unlike cash so to prevent this up and down brokers would charge some extra amount if you if we want to you know use uh, stocks instead of cash right exactly and, exactly you know yeah so l- let me put it this way uh, what you have said is very correct uh, there are two things which you also need to consider uh, one is that not at every stock the the margin requirement will be 20 rupees uh, because you know it all depends on so uh, we'll come to that that in some time but uh, to answer your question 
or uh, to further clarify it if you have brought in 20 rupees of uh, cash uh, and broker can fund you worth 80 rupees uh, so uh, you will have a holding of 100 rupees so that's one said yeah uh, yeah please continue the second one which you mentioned is uh, you know since stocks are volatile as you rightly said uh, that's why the margin requirement uh, is if you bring in shares will be higher than the value of your cash so in the example you gave that tcs uh, you have tcs worth 50 rupees now assuming that tcs has a haircut of 20% okay so in this case uh, your tcs shares will be valued at 40 rupees because 20 rupees is the haircut so j uh, uh, who decides you know how how much margin is required in each stock for instance in this example we said there's a 20% margin which is simply if you put in 20 rupees you can get the balance 80% from the broker but uh, does the broker decide this 20% margin on every stock or uh, uh, does someone else decide how much margin is required Uh, Sachin, that's a very good question. So uh, there is a reference uh, margining requirement, which is specified by the stock exchanges. Uh, there is a parameter to work out what margin would be charged on every stock. So I don't want to get into a very technicality of it, but in a simple term, the margin requirement for every stock depends on a lot of factors. It's the volatility, uh, the liquidity in the stock. the quality of the company whether it's a blue chip it's a it's a small cap it's a mid cap so those factors uh, determine the average traded quantity per day what's the delivery volume in that stock so all these factors define what would be the margin requirement for that stock and it's being set by the stock exchanges but certain brokers as a part of their risk management policy try to keep certain cushion over and above what the exchange uh, determines so it varies from broker to bro- broker so for example if in reliance uh, if if the var plus elm is a technical term so the so i'll i'll put it simply that if in reliance if the margin requirement by the exchange is 20% it's up to the broker to charge 20% or they want to put 1 or 2% as cushion on over and above what the exchange has specified got it uh and jay so since we have figured out the basics uh, let's dive into the uh, you know interesting part which is the payoff so uh, so right now what we have is that uh, so let's say the margin is 20% which means we have contributed 20000 from our pocket which can be in the form of cash or uh, in the form of uh, shares So, if you want to pledge TCSR, then you would have pledged little bit higher than twenty thousand to you know account for the volatility. So, let's say somebody has taken twenty thousand and he has borrowed the additional eighty thousand from the broker, and his portfolio value is um, now one lakh. So, Jay, let's uh, so two two things might happen in in this scenario, right? Either the stock can go up from from here. or either it can go down so let's first assume yeah. that uh, that the portfolio value has gone up now by 10% which is uh, the 1 lakh portfolio be- uh, 
value has now become 10,000, uh, 1 lakh and plus 10,000. So um, how would the payoff look like in, in this one, in, in, in this 10% uh, profit scenario? Yeah, well, Sachin, you know, uh, see any kind of leverage, whether it's derivatives or margin trading facility, is a double-edged sword, right? It can protect you and it can kill you as well. So before you decide that you want to buy certain stocks under margin trading facility, uh, there are a few things which you should be absolutely uh, you know, aware of. One is uh, it's a high risk, high return kind of uh, bet. Second is uh, you need to do a, a lot of research and study before you decide that you want to buy a stock with some kind of leverage. So having said that, uh, you know, I, I'll try to just explain how this works. So let's take a favorable example. So you have uh, brought in 20 rupees in either in the form of stock or cash and you have created a position worth 1 lakh. Now, if, if the stock moves in your favor and the prices move up by 10,000 rupees and imagine the kind of return you would have generated. You would have generated 10,000 profit on a capital of 20,000 rupees which you actually brought in. So if you also account the interest cost which you will pay and the other charges, the returns would still be around 48-49% in absolute terms. Whereas if you would have brought in your own capital entirely, that is 1 lakh of rupees, uh, your returns would be around 10,000 uh, which is 10% on gross terms and if you account for again charges and uh, other things it will be say nine and a half percent so that kind of you know leverage you would get or or your return on investment shoots up if the position goes in your favor and the vice versa is also true if the you know, stock would fall by ten thousand rupees you would have to bring in additional margin otherwise your broker uh, has the right to square off your trades for non-compliance of margin so, as I said, it's a double-edged sword. You need to be very careful when you want to avail this kind of facility. So, in this case, uh, if somebody, you know, if the portfolio value becomes 90,000 from 1 lakh, the loss is 10,000, but your effective loss is 40% because uh, we have contributed uh, not not even 20%, I think more, uh, 40, even more than... It's around 50%. 50%, more, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because we have contributed yes. uh, 20,000 from our pocket and the loss has suddenly become uh, 10,000. So that's a 50%. 10,000. And yes. uh, so, yeah, as you rightly said, this is a double-edged sword. But, uh, but Jay, I was wondering what kind of charges should one look for while, uh, uh, while uh, you know, uh, trying to avail this margin trading facility. So... How, how, how does someone compare from broker to broker who is offering the best, you know, kind of offer for this facility? Yeah, well, uh, see, there are a few things you need to keep in mind. Uh, one is, uh, you know, you, the brokerage you are paying. Okay, there are other statutory charges which is being levied. So the brokerage is levied on the turnover. There are certain brokers who charge brokerage on percentage terms. Then there is something called rate of interest, which you will be paying. Okay, so you have to take those into account and you also have to, you know, draw your own payoff that if I want to hold this position for a month, 
and in a month if i am earning 5% uh, if the stock moves up by 5% that means effective return for me would be 25% because i am only putting in one fifth of the capital then you also need to take into account the interest cost the brokerage and the other charges and it varies from broker to broker so uh, this rate of interest would be on the borrowed amount right so in this case we have brought in 20000 from our own pocket and we are borrowing 80000 from the broker so we'll have to pay interest on this 80000 uh, is that correct that, that is the industry practice and how, what would be the range of this in, interest rate in the industry like uh, how much would brokers typically uh, offer this loans uh well well it depends you know there are there are uh, brokers who charge as low as 8 8.5% and there are brokers who charge uh, around 21 22% so there are a lot of things to be considered for for you know what brokerage you are uh, or what interest you are paying uh, the, there are brokers who charge you say 21 22% plus a delivery brokerage uh, then uh, it also depends on what how many number of stocks you are getting as margin trading facility uh, at us uh, at han uh, we charge interest on on a daily basis which is 0.0438% so for for someone who is taking a short term bet of holding his uh, position for only 10 days so he'll be charged interest for 10 days we do not charge any delivery brokerage per se uh, Uh, that's our policy got it so so let's try to piece in what we have for uh, you know what we have discussed all along right so so let's say there is a 20% margin in a stock which simply means if you give 20000 then you can borrow another 80000 from the broker by availing this mtf facility and your portfolio value becomes 1 lakh and even if you don't yes. have this cash we can you know uh, pledge our stock hold holding but we have to pay a little higher than the cash amount because to account for the volatility and if the stock goes yes. up then our return multiplies and if the stock goes down then our loss also multiplies so in a way it is a double edged sword and we have to keep in mind how much brokerage we are paying for this whole transaction then that is how much we are paying for the whole 1 lakh transaction and the amount of interest uh, the broker charges on the borrowed amount so this are the uh, these are some factors that we should look in before entering uh, an mtf trade uh, so uh, j also one thing uh, who do you think in your opinion should use this kind of a facility Um, I'm assuming, uh, you know, new hands in the market shouldn't touch uh, unless they try try out, you know, normal delivery trade, right? So, what what's your opinion on who should avail this MTF facility? Yeah, you are absolutely right, Ashashin. You know, if you are a new ta- newbie or if you have entered the market for the first time, I would suggest that you know you uh, avoid taking any kind of leverage and only invest with your own capital. uh having said that uh there are people who who are in markets for years and they use uh, mtf very well now uh if i have to summarize or if i have to uh, tell you like who who all should avail uh, mtf uh the first uh, would be like those individuals 
who do a who have a good understanding of markets and who have uh, researched a stock or a company well now say for example i'm i'm taking a same example that does not mean i'm recommending the stock just as a disclaimer um, say you you have studied reliance and you feel that uh, the company has great prospect for next 6 months now uh, then if, and you want to buy because you are convinced that the stock will go up so so you will try to take that leverage that's where mtf will be a great help to you second is when you want to buy a stock but your quantity requirement or the quant- the quantity which you want to buy is lesser than what's being specified in the derivatives contract of the same company for example uh, t- taking the example of reliance the lot size for reliance is 250 shares if you are to buy an fndo but you want to buy only 100 shares so there mtf becomes very really handy third is uh, even at, at dhan we offer around 950 plus stocks uh, which can be brought under mtf there uh, in in fndo you have less than 200 companies which are available for derivative trade so if your uh, horizon is larger than fndo and you have identified certain stocks uh which which gives you which you feel can give you a good return mtf can become very handy for you so as i said earlier if you understand market well uh if you know how to play leverage mtf can be a great product for you got it so uh so i'll just try to sum it up um, so basically uh, you can uh, also do this leverage uh, uh trade through and fno uh, or a futures contract but the problem is um you have to pay a higher amount because the lot size is fixed so you will have to buy in lots that's one issue so if you want to buy lower quantity then mtf would be more suitable also the uh, futures and options are not available in in a lot of stocks with i think they have roughly around um uh, fno is only applicable in around 200 stocks right Um, I don't know. less than less than two hundred. Yeah. Yes, less than two hundred. Less than two hundred. Whereas Dunn offers nine fifty uh, uh, plus stocks in uh, by using the MTF facility, and uh, also yes. you can you know you you don't have to uh, sell your position or roll over like a future uh, futures trade. You can you know keep paying the interest rate and uh, extend. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. yes. So even if another advantage is you don't have a specified holding period, right? You can hold as long as you want, uh, provided if your stock doesn't fall and uh, you are able to maintain the margin which is required to hold your MTF positions. Got and and also Jay, if the positions uh, falls uh, um, way beyond a certain limit, then you guys can issue a margin call, right? And you know take back the amount. So how does this thing work? well when the market is very volatile and you know if this market has started falling down and if a stock price falls below certain threshold level then the broker uh, has a has uh, you know that right to go and trigger that uh, square off where that means if i'm not able to provide sufficient margin on time uh, your position may get liquidated by a broker so taking example say if, if you have paid 20% margin on reliance but on any given day if reliance price falls by more than 15% uh, 
then you would hardly be left with any amount so that that makes your bet very very risky and the broker would be squaring off your trades so you need the, the few things you need to keep in mind while uh, you know you have mtf orders is you need to uh, check your notifications check your email and sms uh, and see whether your broker has sent you any kind of notifications uh, on on a very volatile market it may not be possible for your broker to uh, inform you on time so you also need to keep a tab on what's happening in the markets as well got it got it and um, so here is a simple way to think about this right so you have given 20000 and you have taken the balance and you have taken the balance 80000 from your broker but effectively the yeah. broker has control over 1 lakh of your entire portfolio value but once the portfolio value goes uh, below the uh, 80000 then the broker is at the risk of losing the amount he the capital the yes cap- capital so yeah. they would square off the position before it reaches you know uh, below 80% but at what point they will you know cut cut you off from the trade depends from broker to broker according to their risk uh, management right absolutely absolutely and so jail uh, coming to another part uh, so you have started this com- very successful company called dhan broking and obviously you have done very well in life and uh, so uh, in this journey has there been any book or movie or or some other material that helped you you know figure out stuff uh, from a startup point of view or or let's say from a investing or trading point of view also view also uh well uh, shashin you know see just to speak about than so we we are uh, you know a technology driven investing and trading platform uh, our our whole uh, objective is that we want to make investing and trading very easy we provide uh, whatever best features uh, are available uh, in the industry or we have brought in lot of innovations and new uh, industry first features on our platform so we cater to both a long term investor and a smart trader and we have features tools to make their uh, trading and investing journey seamless now coming to um, you know the books and movies uh, see with regards to markets there is one movie called moneyball uh, which i love it's 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 uh, one of the star is brad pitt who is one of my favorite favorite actors um the the movie is around baseball uh, game but it it's a movie worth watching uh, i love that movie uh, which speaks about market investing the the various risks which you take how you calculate your risk what's the payoff and how how you become successful it it gives you insight a lot of insight on you know how to analyze the data how to pick right players so it's a absolute wonderful movie in terms of books see i am yeah yeah shashin you are saying something please please uh, you can continue alax after after you recommend the book um see in terms of books i i am a, a long term investor and i think anybody who wants to get into investing uh, should read uh, in the intelligent investor by benjamin graham that's a wonderful book uh, you know it, it's a bit boring you you need to read it uh, 
slowly and page by page do not rush it's it's not like you know something uh, uh, uh you know a, a fiction where you can just scan through the pages but every page there is worth reading you know i would have read it several times even i go and read it today you know i get a new perspective so i would really uh, encourage you know any new time investor to uh, who is who is focusing on investing and creating wealth should have this book uh, with him in terms of uh, trading and all uh, see it's very important for you to understand the concepts well uh, so there is a book from john c hull uh, which is about options trading uh, so option pricing and all it's a bit technical book but again uh, you know once you are able to get a hang of it you will learn a lot about uh, trading options and all great uh, so jay thank you so much for coming to the show and i would definitely check out the last book which is on option of option trade trading and yeah i've seen the movie and read the book so so yeah you you have given quite good recommendations yeah thank you so much ashin it's a pleasure to be on your podcast thank you so much that brings us to the end of today's episode If you would like to know more about this topic then you can reach out to me on Twitter. I go by the username @sashinnj or LinkedIn using my full name that is Sashin Ningthokongjam. We would be happy to take your suggestions. That's all from our side. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode. Stay updated on this podcast. Follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Hold up. 